Well, this is going to be a bit of an interesting episode, but it's because one, I'm going to have to predict the Jets game, and two, I'm going to react to the Texans game. So it's going to be a weird episode, but bear with me. We'll be right back after this intro. Welcome back to Browns Breakdowns, proud partners of Fanatical Elves Network and Fans First Sports Network. So mainly what we're going to have to deal with is the fact that the Browns are playing on Thursday. Now usually my schedule involves a Wednesday uh, recap episode and then the next day, or I mean on Saturday, a prediction episode for the Sunday game. Since there is no Sunday game because the Browns are playing on Thursday Night Football, I will be condensing them into one episode because obviously it would be pretty hard to make a prediction episode on Saturday if the game already happened. So it's going to be a bit of a wonky episode, but just deal with it. I can't really do much about it. Can't just tell the NFL to change their schedule. But anyway, let's just dive right into the Texans game. Uh, Browns won 36-22 uh, on Christmas Eve. Um, statistics for the Texans, because let's just do them first. Uh, Davis Mills, 15 for 32 for 149 yards, two touchdowns. And then Case Keenum was 11 for 17, 62 yards, and two interceptions. Uh, I'm pretty sure Case Keenum got benched, which is why uh, that happened. Uh, that kind of quarterback split. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, Devin Singletary was the leading rusher, 9 for 44. Kate Davis Mills, I mean, actually had two um, runs for nine yards. No one really cares about that. Dalton Schultz, leading receiver, 8 for 61. Noah Brown, 3 for 38. Brevin Jordan, 2 for 27. Devin Singletary also contributed through the air, 3 for 19. Nick, Nico Collins, 4 for 18 with, and one touchdown. Uh, Xavier Hutchinson, 1 for 18. And then Andrew Beck was 2 for 6 for one touchdown. Defensively, DeAndre Houston Carson had an interception. Um, one sack came from Jerry Hughes. Another interception from Derek Stingley. And that was it. Uh, and then for the Browns, their stats, Joe Flacco, 27 for 42. And another great game from Joe Flacco, by the way. 368 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Running the ball wasn't great. Uh, 15 for 25, one touchdown, five for 22 uh, for Pierre Strong. Kareem Hunt was seven for 11 and a touchdown. And then Amari Cooper... Guys, if you don't, um, if you haven't heard, Amari Cooper basically became the greatest receiver in the NFL for about 10 minutes there. 11 for 265 yards. That's an average of 24 yards of catch um, for two touchdowns. Just an absolutely bewildering amount of yards. I mean, that's the length of two and a half football fields. You could have scored two and two. You could have scored, a, you could have scored 17 points off of the yards uh, of Amari Cooper alone, which is just insane. Um, David Njoku kind of outshined. He had a decent game, but obviously he was outshined by the 265 uh, Amari Cooper yards. He was 6 for 44 and one touchdown. A good game, don't get me wrong. He just kind of got outshined by 265 yards. Now, if the receiving yards for anyone other than Amari Cooper look low, it's because Amari Cooper stole 100 like 90 almost uh, about 70 percent of the yards i mean like if you look at amari cooper 265 yards minus 368 yards is 103 yards 
to distribute to the rest of the team. So if their yard numbers look low, it's not a bad thing. Um, David Njoku, 6 for 44, a touchdown. Elijah Moore, 2 for 19. Jordan Aikens, 2 for 18. Cedric Tillman, 2 for 13. Um, defensively, uh, Jeremiah Awuza-Koromora had an interception. Uh, I don't even know who this guy is. Duran Harmon had an interception. Two sacks from Zedaria Smith, who had a really good game. Uh, Alex Wright also had a sack. And then that was it. Uh, well, by the way, we had two injuries, kicker and punter, which does kind of suck. I'm pretty sure... Our punter will be okay, but our kicker, I have no idea if he will be okay or not. Uh, team stats, uh, total yards for the Browns, 418, 250 for the Texans, 364 passing yards for the Browns, only 178 for the Texans, 54 rushing yards for the Browns, 72 for the Texans, um, and then a six or a 5.6 yards per play for the Browns, 3.7 for the Texans. 26 first downs compared to the 20 of the Texans. 6 for 16 in third down efficiency. Texans were 5 for 15. Uh, fourth down efficiency, we were 4 for 6. Pretty shocking amount of co uh, converted fourth downs. And then 1 for 3 for the Texans. 75 total plays, they had 68. One sack allowed to their 3. Uh, we only had 3 punts, which is kind of crazy. They had 6. We were 9 penalties for 55 yards. They were 10 for 76. Uh, and then both of us threw 2 interceptions. We were 33 minutes and 24... 33... 33 minutes, 34 um, seconds of time of possession. They only had 26 and 26. I don't know if anyone cares about time of possession, but there it is. Uh, injury updates, because uh, I know you guys are a little worried about um, Dustin Hopkins, because well, I am too. Um, injury report. Uh, just looking at the uh, practice, the whole practice thing. This is being recorded on Wednesday, so I don't actually have the Wednesday practice reports uh, yet, so we'll see if um anything is going to happen uh like i don't i don't have the uh the in oh man i don't have the injury report uh for wednesday so yeah sorry about that um uh, oh my mic just broke for a second there that was weird sorry about that um so just dnps amari cooper dnp dnp he's fine uh our punter dnp dnp he should be okay once again i don't have any game status information anthony walker DNP, DNP. He probably will be out. I wouldn't be shocked. And then Agbania Ronkowell probably is going to be out, I'd say. Dustin Hopkins, we'll see. I think they might sit him for a game and then uh, just let him play the rest. Maybe the playoffs, maybe week 18, stuff like that. Um, Jets have a lot of people who are hurt, but I don't know. Once again, I don't know their game status or anything. So it'll be tough because I'm recording this a little before Wednesday practice is over. Um, so that's kind of the, uh, kind of the, like the Texans game. Now, I just want to talk for a minute about the whole, uh, kicker and punter situation. Now, the kicker and punter is a very underrated positional value. There is a lot of value in the kicker and punter position. Um, I mean, it's kind of become second nature, these kickers being so good hitting 55-yard field goals like is literally nothing. Uh, when 55-yard field goals are actually insane to hit. Like, that's really impressive, but it's kind of become this whole second nature, this instinct, and we're like, oh, yeah, a 60-yard field goal. Congratulations. Actually, I think 60-yard field goals are still impressive, but, like, you, they hit a 50-yard field goal and no one cares. They hit a 55, it's like, oh, cool. 60, like, oh, wow, that's pretty impressive, but it's like 60-yard field goals are 180 feet. That's insane. The average person couldn't kick a ball more than... 
40 yards, let's be honest. Probably less than that. I don't actually know. I'm just kind of making up numbers on the spot. Uh, that might be terribly inaccurate. Probably is. Um, but that's the thing. It's just these kickers are so good. And then you lose your kicker, and you realize how important they are to keeping the game uh, alive. And especially punters. Punters are also a very overlooked position because it's like without the punter field position for the opponent would be insane i mean without the punter kicking it 40 50 yards every single time that's 40 and 50 yards that the opponent has to travel that like without the kit punter they, they could have that's 40 or 50 yards they get and even if it's only a 30 yard um punt it's still a lot worse than a normal punter so losing a punter and a kicker in the same game is really really devastating for a team now thankfully we were already winning pretty significantly by the time both of them were out like by the time uh our punter i don't have to say his name i'm sorry uh, i keep trying to practice it but no i'm not able to um <clears throat> excuse me uh by the time our kicker and punter were out uh for the rest of the game it was pretty clear that the browns were going to win this game Maybe not by a whole lot, but it was pretty clear we were going to win. Um, but I think, so it wasn't like that big of a deal at that time. But um, seeing now that we're going to have to play a game probably without our kicker, I don't think Dustin Hopkins is going to play. Maybe he will a little. I don't know. I don't think he will. I think he will probably stay on the bench to rest one more week for the Bengals game. Uh, because it also is a short week, which makes it um, even tougher. But we'll see how that all turns out. Um, we'll also see how our, how they recover, uh, especially with the playoffs looming. I mean, only two games away. Uh, speaking of the playoff picture, let's just look at... Actually, quickly, let's look at power rankings. I know everyone, no one cares about power rankings, but I'm going to look anyway. Um, so number one, let's just look at the uh, power rankings from NFL.com. Uh, Eric Edholm, you guys know the drill. Uh, let's see. Ravens, number one. I hate my life uh san diego san diego san francisco two miami three philadelphia four eagles or philadelphia four lions five cowboys six bills seven cleveland browns are the number eight position so yeah cleveland cleveland browns are number eight uh that's always nice i think i'd put them a little higher probably at seven or six even if you really want to go insane um, let's look at, what is this? The Athletic. Let's see what they have. Baltimore 1, San Francisco 2. Th that's going to be the same for every single. I think San Francisco 2, um, Ravens 1, Dolphins 3 is guaranteed. Um, but then let's just look at the rest. Buffalo Bills at number 4, which is kind of insane. Uh, I don't, I wouldn't have them at number 4 at all. Lions 5, Cowboys 6, Eagles 7. And then the Cleveland Browns, number eight. So it looks like they're about eight and nine right now, somewhere between there, uh, which is probably where I'd put them. I would not put the Bengals or the, the Bengals, the uh, the Bills that high, though. So now this is Sports Illustrated. Uh, Baltimore won. Raider, or, man, I'm screwing up this second one. My God. 49ers, two. My web page will load. Maybe I can tell you more. Eagles, three. Dolphins, four. Lions, five. Chiefs 6, which is insane. The Chiefs are not that good right now. Uh, Cowboys 7, Bills 8, Browns 9. Alright, yeah. Stupid Sports Illustrated. That's a garbage article. What are you doing? Having the Browns at 9, having the Bills 8, having the Chiefs higher than the Browns? Come on, guys. Figure out your game. My goodness. 
Uh, let's look at USA Today. Uh, let's see what they have. Ravens 1, 49ers 2, Eagles 3, Bills 4. What the heck is with these? Um, good lord. What is with these weird, like, Eagles at 3? Uh, Lions at 5, Chiefs at 6. Come on, guys. Rams at 8. Are you serious? USA Today has the Rams at number 8. Why are they at 8? I mean, the, the Browns are at number 9. That's honestly just bonkers. I'm done. I'm done with these power rankings because this is just stupid. Um, I have the Browns at number 7, in my opinion. I think it goes Ravens 1, 49ers 2, Dolphins 3, Lions 4, Eagles 5. I'd probably put the Bills at 6, Cowboys 7, and then Browns 8, uh, Chiefs 9, and then around the top 10, maybe you put in the Rams, maybe you put in someone like that. But that's my power rankings. Uh, if I left out anyone, I don't know. I just kind of made it up. But uh, before we say anything else, before we dive into the predictions for tomorrow's game, uh, sit tight, relax. We got some ads, so we will be right back. All right, everyone. Browns Breakdowns returns to you right now. I don't know why I said it like that. Proud Partners, Fanatical Elves Network, Fans First Sports Network. You know everything. Uh, so we were just talking about the power rankings. Uh, they were making me very mad because they sucked. Uh, anyway, looking at the Jets game uh, upcoming uh, Thursday night football, I think it's one of the few, um, oh god, what's it called, um, primetime games uh, for the Browns this year. Uh, yeah, so if you guys don't know, if you guys are a new Browns fan who just uh, who just came into the scene this year, uh, Joe Flacco played for the Jets last year, and if you don't remember, and you're lucky if you don't because this was a very painful experience. The Browns were winning by, like, two touchdowns. I think it was 16 points uh, at, like, three minutes, three or four minutes left in the uh, in the game. And then the Jets drove down, scored, and then the Jets got the onside kick and drove down, scored, and then we lost the game. And so I had, there's a lot of pain uh, in the Jets game uh, now just this year because of that game that happened last year. But Joe Flacco did, by the way. He was part of that Jets team. Uh, he actually did play for the Jets when they made that comeback. So pretty unfortunate uh, that we have to play the Jets again and relive all that pain. Or not relive it, but just like have to experience it again in our minds uh, after what happened last year. But let's move on from that. Uh, let's just all try and be calm. I'm not calm at all. I'm worried. I'm not worried about the Jets beating us. I'm worried that more players are going to get hurt, honestly. I mean, I'm not worried the Jets are going to beat us. The Jets suck. Let's be honest. I mean, the Jets are, what are they, 5-8 and eight right now? Uh, not 5-8. and eight, I don't know. 6-9. and nine, That's what I meant to say. Um, the Jets suck. Let's be honest. They're terrible. Uh, they're not really... They have a terrible quarterback core. Well, let me rephrase. Their quarterback core is fine with Aaron Rodgers. Everyone behind him sucks, though. So I'm not worried that the Jets are going to beat us. What I'm worried is the Jets are going to cause more of our players to get hurt. That's what I'm worried about. I'm worried that in this game, so many of our players are going to get hurt. That's going to make this team really struggle in the Bengals game and in the wild card. Um, if the Browns win, by the way, we lock up the uh, five seed, I believe. I think we lock up the five seed for sure. And I, Or let me rephrase. If the Browns win, we win our wild card. All right? If the Browns win, we're made, we make it to the wild card period. 
I don't know if we lock up the five seed if we win, but I'm I I can tell you for sure with a win, Browns will make the playoffs. Um, and so I don't know if if we lock up a the five seed uh, with a win, but I know that we if we win, we make the playoffs guaranteed. Because uh, looking at the playoff picture right now, it's the Dolphins two, Ravens number one. But then looking at the um, yeah, we're ten and five. Bills are nine and six. So if we win, we make the playoffs guaranteed. So all we gotta do is win, because uh, we are one game ahead of the Bills right now, and then we're two games ahead of everyone else uh, in the playoff bubble and in the hunt right now. So hopefully, right now we can figure out what we're doing, and we can figure out a way to win this. Uh, this game, I, I, I we will. I'm not confident, or let me rephrase. I am confident that this this will be a pretty easy win. I don't think the Jets pose much of a threat to us. I don't think it's going to be an easy uh, game. No football game is, but I don't think it'll be very difficult. I think this will be about the easiest game we're going to have. And so that gives me hope, but you never know. I mean, crazier things have happened. Like, teams... Uh, let me rephrase. I'm saying let me rephrase a lot. The crazier things have happened. All right, let's be honest. Some insane things have happened in the NFL football the Jets beating the Browns is not even cracking the top 50 in craziest things to happen in NFL history. So yeah, we could lose, but I don't think we will. I think this Browns team is better. I think this Browns team is getting hot. Also, I think they're really starting to pick up the pace. Joe Flacco is really finding his, his stride. He's really bonding with this team. He's figuring out the best way to win. I think Kevin Stefanski might win coach of the year. Also, I think Kevin Stefanski has coached up an absolute uh, masterpiece these fast these past few weeks past few weeks so i do think kevin stefanski at least will be in the top three for coach of the year consideration uh so we might have coach of the year i think this team is really starting to pick up the pace i think they're figuring out how to win football games and how to win them good how to dominantly win football games too joe flacco has made added a new dynamic to this offense that was not present in the beginning of the season and in the middle of the season he's added something uh, clearly because he's thrown for what 800 yards in the past three games even more I think uh, I think it's like almost a thousand yards in the past few three games uh, he needs to tone down the interceptions a little uh, now a few of these interceptions have not been his fault it's either been missed penalties or garbage time interceptions where like there's two seconds left on the clock in the second half or in the first half and he throws a Hail Mary and it gets picked off and they take a knee and that's it like, I don't count those, but they do pop up on the stat sheet. So he does need to tone down the interceptions, but I'm not blaming him for a lot of them. Uh, no fumbles in the last game. That was nice. But yeah, I feel like this Browns team have, will dominantly win this Jets game. I don't think there's anything really to worry about, but I'm going to tell you my stat predictions now. So first things first, let's talk about the Jets. Uh, Jets, I'm not even going to give them stat predictions. They don't even deserve it. Uh, Jets are going to score, uh, oh man, 10 points. I'm going to say it. Jets only score 10 points. I think they're going to get a touchdown and a field goal over the course of this entire game. I do not think the Browns defense is going to let this Jets team get more than uh, double-digit points is generous, honestly. I think the Jets is going to get whooped. I don't think there's any chance that they're going to score any anywhere more than 13 points will shock me, all right? I think the Jets will score 10 points. I'm not even going to give them stat predictions because I don't think they even deserve it. For the Browns, Joe Flacco... He's going to kill them. Their Jets defense isn't bad, but Joe Flacco's been really good. I'm going to say 310 yards 
for two touchdowns and two interceptions. I'm just going to give out the interceptions because he seems to be throwing a lot of them. Uh, two touchdowns, two interceptions, 320 yards. Uh, then I'm going to say the running game. Uh, let's give Jerome Ford 20 yards. Let's give Kareem Hunt 20 yards and a touchdown. Uh, and then I think they're going to have about a total of 60 rushing yards, one touchdown on the ground. Uh, defense receiving wise also, by the way, I think Amari Cooper is going to continue to be a really good player. I think he's going to have 120 yards, one touchdown. And then I'm going to say David Njoku, 60 yards, Cedric Tillman, 40 yards, Elijah Moore, 40 yards. And then, uh, did I say two touchdowns for Amari? I'm only going to give him one actually. And then give Njoku the other touchdown. And then defensively, uh, we're going to have two interceptions, I think. I think we're also going to have a fumble and four sacks. So that's three turnovers, uh, four sacks, 21 points. I think we are going to kick a field goal. Uh, that's 24 points. So 24-10 is my final score. Joe Flacco, another great game. He might even, uh, he's going to easily be one of the best players on the team, weirdly enough. Also, by the way, I would like to eat some, eat my words. I was not high on Joe Flacco coming onto this team. I did not want him at all. I was severely mistaken. I eat my words. I take full responsibility for what I said. I was completely wrong about um, Joe Flacco. And props to him, man. I was not confident in him. I did not think he was going to be anywhere near as good as he is right now. So yeah, props to Joe Flacco. And yes, I am going to eat my words and yeah, I definitely was wrong when that uh, with thinking Joe Flacco wasn't going to be very good on this team. He didn't look very good for those first two weeks, but now he's just been insane. So 24-10 is my uh, my prediction. I think the Jets aren't going to pose much of a threat. Browns are going to win, go to 11-5, and five, uh, secure their playoff spot. And I think if they win, if they win, yeah, if they win, they secure... No, maybe that's wrong. I think if they win and the Bills lose, they secure the five seed. But if they win and the Bills win, they'll still technically um, be one game apart. And if the Bills win, then they'll be tied and a whole bunch of tiebreaker shenanigans and they won't get the five seed and they'll become the six seed. But right now, I think if they win, they make the playoffs. Let's just be leave it at that. That's a great thing. And honestly, securing the five seed will be really important. Because we'd have to play either the Texans, the Colts, or the Jaguars. Preferably the, the Jaguars, because the Jaguars are falling apart right now. So it'll either be the Colts, Texans, and Jaguars. We've beaten all three. Uh, and so it'll basically be a it'll be a good matchup. But I think the easiest one would be the Colts. Or not the Colts, my bad. The, uh, the Jaguars. And then the hardest would probably be the Colts. Uh, maybe not. Maybe you could put in the Texans. But I think it would be... Uh, the Colts as the hardest so yeah we just need to win make the playoffs I'm pretty sure the division title is out of the picture maybe it's not I I think maybe if the Browns win out and the Ravens lose all their games the Browns can actually still get the one seed uh, or at least win the division I don't think that'll happen I think the Ravens are going to win the next two games I don't think there's much of a chance of winning the division in the Browns cards, but we, we made the playoffs. I mean, we've already won three more games than we, uh, or we will make the playoffs. Uh, we've already won three more games than we did last year. Team's looking really good. I think they're going to have a decent chance to make it pretty far in the, uh, in the playoffs. And I'm not saying they're going to make the Super Bowl. I don't know, man. There's a lot of things that could go wrong. A lot of things that could go 
our way or not our way. So I'm not even going to look out that far. I'm not going to get my hopes up. But yeah, I mean, that's that's about it. I don't got much more to say. Uh, sorry about this weird episode. Uh, it's just timing and stuff for all the uh, all the different football games. Uh, let me rephrase. Oh man, I keep saying let me rephrase. My God. For all the Thursday football games and stuff. Because uh, the Browns play on Thursday Night Football. So I just kind of condensed it into one episode. You, I was considering splitting it into two, but that just felt unreasonable and kind of unnecessary. I just didn't think it was... I just don't think we needed to do it. But yeah, that's that's about it. I got much... Not ooh, Of course, I'm just falling apart right at the end of the game. Uh, at the end of the game, clearly I've been talking about football. Uh, yeah, I don't have much more to say. Uh, go Browns. I hope my stat prediction comes true. I always do. I never have... I don't think I've projected them to lose in like ever honestly i keep projecting them to win it, there are no games that i'm not confident in but yeah that's it i love you all and i will talk to you guys on let's see uh the probably yeah the 30th of december so i love you all hope you all had a great christmas love you all peace